Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to Only Stupid Answers, the best thing podcast you could put your voice little ears into. Did I mess up in the beginning? Sure did, but don't matter because, gang, we're at the end. Of, it, of everything. There you go. End of it all. We work so hard, specifically, Kayla Marie, Caitlin Conway, Maggie Whitmer, Super Mac Bootstrong, Wendy, SJ Shark. Thank you. Those are coming to some of the Patreons. Y'all are watching live on patreon.com slash only stupid answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the boy that just introduced us is Sam Basher. I'm DJ Wooldridge, but with us, we have a very special guest today. Mm. Mr. Hector Navarro, how are you doing? Thank you for joining us. I'm so great. Thank you guys so much for having me. This is one of my favorite things to do, is yeah. to come hang out with you guys. Thanks, man. It's great. And, it, and I am uh, stoked to be here to talk about the movie that we're going to talk about. Yes. It's, it's a very momentous occasion. And uh, thank you to all of the patrons. I love patrons. Patrons are good people. So thank you guys for supporting these these boys. That's yes. pretty, it's a, it's boys. Keeps the keeps the lights on this mm-hmm, little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, really quick. So you're over at Hyperheroes. Yeah. You're over at Nerds. Mm-hmm. You're at DC Daily. Mm-hmm. What else? Yeah. I uh, have a new show coming out on television. Yes, you Whoa. do. Which is insane. With um, 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 Cameron Rice. Yes. Kelly Nugent. Vanessa Gritton. It's, uh, it's, gonna, it's called El Ray Nation. It's nice. It's going to be Thursday nights at 1030. And we shot a couple episodes. They're in the can, as they say. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be doing more. And it's really fun. And we just, like, geek out about stuff. And they have us do, like, fun stuff. And, and I think it's going to be really, really cool. So if you have a DVR, please set it to that. Um, yes. It would, it would Give be it cool. some love. Give it a little bit of love. Uh, and hopefully it, like, hopefully people like it. And hopefully it finds the people that want to find it. Mm-hmm. And it'll be real fun. But it's nutty that it's on television because I'm telling people. And people are like, oh, I guess i got to get cable. It was the opposite 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, I'm on this internet thing like, oh I don't, I don't have that yeah <laughs> okay well it's like a podcast oh, i don't know it's on tv well no okay yeah. man and now i'm telling people hey this thing's on tv they're like i got it i don't have Not, it i don't know what you're talking <laughs> I about where, i don't know where on so, netflix i get that el ray um check your local listings mm-hmm. for el ray that's robert rodriguez's correct nice correct like, director a, of elite battle angel yes that is mm-hmm. what he did mm-hmm. yeah. also uh from dust till dawn which yeah. was a series on that channel for a while yeah and, less robots uh, in that. yeah there's a what? lot less robots a lot less in that. robots in mm-hmm. that yeah, yeah yeah but kick-ass women yeah still True. Have yeah. you have you met Robert? I have, Whoa. but it was completely. Ra- it had nothing to do with this job. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was completely random when they hit me up to do this. I had happened to be on an amazing trip. I was in New Zealand. Oh, I got nice. sent there by Nerdist. Yeah. They sent me there to cover the movie Alita Battle. There's Angel. so many humble brags in this right <laughs> now. <laughs> it was like in- it was insane. It was it was it's such a beautiful country. It's so cool, and I'd never been there. Um, I think it was the furthest I've traveled in the world. Yeah, probably. But the the flight was like a red eye. So like yeah. they really give you a drink. They tell you they tell you like maybe watch one movie and then lights out and then you go to sleep. You wake up and they're like, here's Brecky. We're almost there. Like <laughs> it's pretty cool. But um, was down there. Got an email like, hey, it's El Ray Nation. Would you be interested? And I was like, yeah, actually, I'm about to meet Robert yeah. to talk to him for five minutes to talk about this movie. And I had a chance to interview some of the cast and and to see what because they brought us there because Weta Digital is there. Nice. So we kind of got a tour of Weta nice. to see how you know to see what they contribute to film and its history, and it was bonkers. And then I took my own little 
Lord of the Rings tour, which was which was amazing, which is pretty cool. Only in Wellington, uh, but there's still like a whole bunch of. I did not know this, but some very famous shots from Lord of the Rings were filmed at like their park, like a couple blocks from civilization. Like if you turn when Frodo sees some stuff coming down the road, if you just like turn your head, you're like, oh, there's a city. Like, yeah. it's, that's it's, so cool. Yeah, they just like filmed it at a park. It's I'd great. love to. One, I'm jealous that you met Robert Rodriguez. Big fan of his. Uh, He's great. But uh, also, if I didn't hate flying as much as I do, I'd love to go see New Zealand because it's. Yeah. Like, I think I mentioned this before, but it's like when people talk about Australia in the bush, mm-hmm. it's like a waking, it's like a hellscape on earth. Like literally everything <laughs> mm-hmm. out there wants to kill you. And then uh, like New Zealand, the bush, it's like, oh, that looks amazing. Yeah, that looks great. like beautiful. It's great. Highly recommend. I'm nice. very jealous. I'm very excited for you. How's DC Daily going for you? Because you guys, you guys are Super popping great. off over there. We're popping off. Yes, straight as up, they say. straight up popping corn every single week. Bam, sure. bam, bam. Every day, episodes every day. Bam, you, bam. Fun. DC Daily, do you have like a focus? Because there's a lot. There's a, a big um, Brady bunch of yeah, you over there. It, de- mm-hmm. it depends. So right now, I mean, I specifically don't have a focus, but I've let my producers know, like, look, I love animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And each, like, I go to my DC Universe favorites list and it's mostly animated shows because mm-hmm. they've got most of them on there and mm-hmm. i love that stuff and so every once in a while like we recently rewatched beware the gray ghost nice episode of Batman. you know you know what i mean yeah. we're like man this holds up so we got to geek out about that but um it's kind of cool the focus right now is uh doom patrol because yeah. the show is currently like airing so we're talking about that but then we're also talking about some old doom patrol comics which is great yeah. next focus is going to be swamp thing and i just started reading for the first time Alan Moore Swamp Thing and yeah. it like blew my mind I was like so because I knew that I had never read it and then when I, when, I, when I sort of figured out what our schedule is I'm like great I'm going to be reading it before the, the James Wan produced show comes out yeah. and was so excited finally sat down to read it like last week and yeah it was like mind blowing and I'm like dude now I can't wait for this show it's yeah. going to be great so that it's, the focus kind of changes depending on like when Young Justice comes back I'm sure we're going to focus on not just that cartoon show but like Young Justice comics and Young Justice yeah. you know characters or whatever, so Judas yeah. contract maybe, um, uh, maybe. getting little teasers, titans, maybe. Yeah, oh. that's true. Mm-hmm. We talked about this on like a different shows that we do for like Patreon and whatnot, but like Cyborg's getting his due yeah. over on oh DC my Universe, God. and it's so cool. It's graphic. Yeah, it's he's, graphic. But it's, yes, in Doom Doom Patrol, it's the coolest they've ever seen him. And practically speaking, like yeah. he has some of the best like costume and the way they're bringing him to life is really impressive. Um, but and Justice, he, yeah. he's like he's it's blown my mind because I've never loved in the comic books his connection to like mother box technology that sort yeah. of shortcut that they did in 2011 with the new 52 but then in Young Justice they're using it to where I'm like oh look at what it's doing to the story it's so effective. oh look at what it's yeah. doing to Victor Stone and his like journey I'm like this is awesome mm-hmm. but that show is just like such a great um, a great example of what we're talking about today too where it's like adapt the history of this character without doing it page for page panel for panel yeah, but like still knowing what to leave on the page and kind of what to update. Young Justice is amazing at that. And um, another example is we just watched um, Justice League versus the Fatal Five, that, mm-hmm. the direct video that just came out. If you guys haven't had a chance to see it, it's great. But they paired like two characters from the comics that have never. It was Jessica Cruz and Starboy. Yeah, and like they've never interacted, but then with their sort of like personality and their and their history and their backgrounds. It was such a great pairing. I'm like, this is a great adaptation because this is one of those I never would have thought of this. And you watch it and it feels so true to the comics and their histories while still being like, here's a brand new story we're telling. You're not going to know what's going to happen. And it was awesome. Yep. 
Very cool. I started watching the first couple minutes, and it's, it's open with like the Legion stuff, and I'm like, okay, I'm on board with this. Yeah. Also, it's like it, I like this animation more than the regular Justice League, uh, whatever the other animation style they have for their directed DVD right. movies, which is very I don't want to say anime inspired, but like it feels more like because again, we're used to the Bruce Tim verse. Mm-hmm. We're used to growing up with that, which was simplified and stylistic for a reason, so that you have very fluid animation. Yeah, the new style for some of the directed video stuff with like Justice League War until now are definitely more like limited animation and not in a bad way coming from overseas it looks like it's animated by a korean movie or korean animation studio or japanese animation studio and it makes for like great sort of frames but sometimes the movement is not as just because the butt just because like it's a lot of muscles on aquaman like we really got it you know what i mean versus like justice league versus the fatal five batman is made up of like 12 lines yeah. like it's very simplistic. shoulders get bigger when they yeah. get stronger that's yeah. all you gotta do that's it that's yeah. it that's um, something i remember when um that sensational spider-man cartoon was coming out people were criticizing the animation because mm-hmm. it was more simplified and then you watch the show and how and it moved moves. yeah and and of course it's greg weissman yeah running yeah. the show and the, so the writing's amazing the adaptation was amazing and it was yeah. like oh this is great well, I think that's a pretty good segue because you said Spider-Man. And he's, <laughs> an, he's a Marvel character, by the way. When? Uh, listeners, Hector has a Marvel Studios hat on right now, and I'm mm-hmm. very jealous. It looks snazzy as hell. He's probably worn by Kevin Feige himself. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> I decked him, dude. Like, Give me that hat. <laughs> Give me that hat, Give me, boy. Instead of, he couldn't of, take a punch. Yeah, instead of thanking him for everything, I'm like, oh, Mr. Feige, bam! Yeah. Yeah. Give me that hat. Give me that hat. It was no. right when he uh, got his own little, uh, little walk of fame <laughs> yeah. thing, and so he's got some land on his yeah. hands. You punch him in the he face, he can't do anything. Classic. But yes, we're going to talk about Avengers Endgame, Hopping into it really quick before we do that, let's to a friend. Specifically, OnlyStupidAnswers.com. We used our friends over at Wix to make that website. Over 140 million people use Wix for their websites just like us. You can start and publish for free. You can choose from over 500 stunning templates or start from scratch. What'd you do? I, well, okay, so on other sites, I did templates. By the time we got to ours, I felt a little more confident and was able to start from scratch. But they, the, the interface is so easy. You can drag and drop stuff in there. You can customize an ad anything you want it it's not too intimidating to start from scratch and it looks it's actually like, super doable it looks like there's like over a hundred uh design features and apps that like could really help you grow your business absolutely new galleries menus you get like social bars which is really helpful especially for patreon shout out everything is automatically optimized for any device desktop or mobile that means if it looks good on the desktop you can go and check and make sure it also looks good on the mobile because you don't want any surprises there that's the only place to look at websites so that's very important to me and guess what gang only looks good on mobile so check, cool. so check that out but also you're going to want to go check out wix.com and if you want to be able to utilize all the tools wix has to offer we have a deal for you get started now by going to wix.com that's w-i-x.com slash podcast to get 10 percent off wix.com slash podcast one more time so that your friend listens yeah. when you repeat this out of your mouth for once to get them to listen get started now by going to wix.com slash Podcast. Yes, that's W-I-X dot com slash podcast to get 10% off. Don't miss out. Make a website today and then tag us in your website so we can go look at it and we'll send you a nice attaboy. A nice, there you go. Hey, good look. That's a dashing website you got there. All right, let's show. Yes, all right. So kicking it off. Well, I, sometimes we talk about what we're into this week, this but we got we got to get we're this into. is what we're this into from mm-hmm. now until maybe August. <laughs> um, Hector, uh, we did our spoiler-free review as soon mm-hmm. as the embargo went up mm-hmm. on. 
Tuesday. Mm-hmm. You can that find that pleasure. at youtube.com slash might be awesome. We actually had a lot of fun. Uh, we had a friend in the office. We basically all saw it except for one person. <laughs> and that made us, I felt bad that he couldn't come, but we, we just couldn't get a ticket. So he sat between us when we did the review to make sure we stayed true Good. to not saying Good. anything. Yeah. And a very specific criticism that we had was very hard to articulate. It was very spoilery, but we, we got around it. We got around it. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be exciting to hop into spoilers. And if you're a listener, you should know that we're going to do that. But to kick it off, let's do spoiler-free thoughts from Hector, okay. and we'll get into spoilers. So okay. overall, you walk out of this theater, what yeah. are you thinking? Um, like I mentioned Young Justice, uh, it, 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 this movie to me is, a, is maybe the m- most perfect example, most perfect, mm-hmm. of uh, adapting the comic books and being inspired by the comics while also telling a completely new story. Yeah. I felt like while I was watching this, this is 50% like comic book stuff to be expected and 50% this is Marvel Studios sort of crafting their own original story and surprising you and 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 going off of their own built-in mythology, which is different from the comics, which is yeah. great and they were using that to their strength. Um, and and that and that and when I say that I mean like their characters and you know and their story arcs and everything. This movie was um, really really special to me, and I'm going to cherish it for a very long time. And it made me think about my life, you know. And, and it feels like a victory lap, while also like it does feel like an ending yeah. to what started in Iron Man one which is 2008, which is 11 years ago, which is all this stuff I'm saying you're going to be hearing from multiple people over and over again. But like it, it made me go, yeah, these movies started and I was in my early 20s mm-hmm. and now I'm in my early 30s. Like, yeah. So so the to me, the movie was more than just its own story and a movie. It really was like it, it, it had a sort of a meta narrative to me that I was kind of picking up on. And it felt like a thank you to the fans, basically. Fan service in the best way. Yeah. While still really nailing the story that they set up with Infinity War and and before that, you know, where you're like, you gotta, you gotta, what the heck happened in Infinity War? That was crazy. It told that story, but also it was like turning <laughs> to the camera and going, Hector, I love you. <laughs> 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 Thank you. <laughs> I love no. you. You're great. Yeah. Uh, so that's a stupid uh, summary, but that's, that's my review of the movie is no. that I felt... Uh, great. Kissed on the head. Oh, kissed on the by head. By the movie. That's a yeah. good description. I yeah, like man. That. <laughs> it's a kiss goodnight from Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And, uh, the whole cast. Yeah. Um, no, I agree 100% through yeah. and through because 2008. Um, you're going to make Hector gonna, and I feel old. Yeah. Uh, That's what's going to happen right now. Is, um, what were you, 12? Shut up. <laughs> I was 14. Ouch. Uh, <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> The age I was when Spider Man One came out, like yep. that's one hundred percent. I forget, Sam's your little baby. Yeah, yeah I am. forget. I am, and I can almost grow a full beard now. So it's confusing to people. Um, but yeah, no, this is this is my first year of high school. Is when Iron Man came out, and that was wow. Uh, yeah, and um, yeah, it's growing up with this. It feels like the, those mo- like, and also because there was that big break in the middle before Iron Man Two, so it wasn't like all of high school mm-hmm. was this. Mm-hmm. But some people that is like, and it's so cool. That like my nephews are into this, and Very they cool. uh, they they will and they're going to revisit these movies forever, and yeah. we're going to be it's going to be something that we can talk about. Yeah. And being able to watch this twice, especially we have to see it in IMAX a second time, mm-hmm. it it works like mm-hmm. it, it's 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 genius to mm-hmm. make a movie like this. This isn't like like Alfred Hitchcock. It's like making mm-hmm. you rethink your whole no, life or whatever, no. or it's a mastery of like horror or something like yeah. that. But Doing something like this is, it's a craft and it's a skill and yeah. it's 
talent, not just from the people who are portraying the characters, but from the writers mm-hmm. and the visual effects artists mm-hmm. and directors and the stages. Everything about it shows that not only do people care about what they're making, mm-hmm. is that they don't want to phone it in when it comes to what they, the, the end game. What they want with this is something that is the scale of the largest crossover event you could possibly see in a comic book. But guess what? Now global audiences have earned that and they get to see this is why people read comics. And it's like, yeah. that doesn't mean people are going to read them. They're saying this is why. It definitely doesn't. That doesn't yeah. mean that definitely does not convert. Uh, but no. it does show that like this is maybe why you see comic fans get crazy excited about certain events and they become yeah. so passionate mm-hmm. because you all feel the same now. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of, um, not to knock the people that were in their 30s and 40s and beyond when, like, this franchise started, because, like, yeah, how much does your life change when you're, you know, going from 35 to 45? Like, a good amount, a good amount, but how much does your life change from 15 to 25? Huge. It's massive. So I've been seeing a lot online of young people, people that were your age when Iron Man started and younger, really being like, no, I grew up with this. Mm -hmm. It's that Harry Potter thing for us. The books and movies were kind of advertised as, like, the movie event of a generation. Yeah. The whole time I was thinking, I'm like, not, not me, but <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad for everybody else. This is great. But so many people grew up with Harry Potter with yeah. the same age as him, you know, the same age as those characters in those movies or in the books or whatever. And I've been seeing a lot of young people reflect on this franchise because of Endgame that I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I haven't, yeah. I haven't been thinking, you know, um, I haven't been thinking about it in that way. So it's really cool that this movie is, is, is sort of asking me to, like, reflect and I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's been happening. Yeah. I have no idea how they were able to encapsulate 22 movies into one film. Planning. I, it's a, a lot, lot of planning. planning. Really careful planning. And yeah. you have to be smart with the moves because you can really, you can tank scenes pretty quick, but it doesn't do that in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty as vague as I can be. How did you feel? Uh, oh, I liked it. Movie? I liked it a lot. And it was good because I didn't really like Infinity War. Um, really? Yeah. Infinity wow. War wasn't for me. I think Infinity War for me emphasized the stuff that I don't enjoy about. I don't think Marvel does the best. It's like, like a lot of big, muddy, messy, loud CG Mm. action sequences mm. that aren't very it just it's and some of the dialogue was clunky and it just didn't it didn't click for me it wasn't mm-hmm. for me um do you think you'll feel differently now that you've seen effectively part two like have you gone back I and think you haven't, you haven't worth, gone back and rewatched it we're no. doing that tomorrow yeah we're doing that tomorrow Ooh. uh not since not since endgame but i do think it was good setup for endgame which i did think focused on what marvel has done tremendously well which is focusing on its characters yeah it's put its main characters first and it gives them an opportunity it really drills into your your core cast of characters plus an ant-man um and a nebula and allows them to bounce off of each other allows them to to close their stories um and it's uh we're spoiler free but it uses the supporting cast uh very effectively Mm -hmm. as well and i think with that focus um and a lot of the action scenes are more personal there's only the one big blockbuster number um and that one i think puts everything in infinity war to, sh- to shame oh um, it puts everything in cinema to shame. yeah <laughs> yeah oh, come on. it's it's nuts and so i think by focusing on that um by focusing on those characters and spending those time the time with them i i really enjoyed that and appreciated that and also props to them for doing something better than any event comic yeah. by letting it be an end yeah because all well, the, ever since Iron Man 1, there's always yes. been that teasing the next thing. Here's the next this, thing. This is a thing. And this I, is like, yeah. no, it, there is. There are. Yeah. There's, but there's at this point, there's articles. There's no after credit scene. Right. And, and I think 
good. Yeah. Let, let this let this feel. And honestly, I I know they're not going to stop because they want to keep making all the money in the world. But it's like I'd kind of be fine if you were just done after this. Like I, if this was your series finale and you're I, out. I would. Other than I want other people to have a seat at the table. Other than I want a Shang Chi movie that has like an Asian superhero. I oh, want, just because, like you know there's a, there's a big chunk of this movie that's a, like uh, five white guys, half of them named Chris, that are deciding the fate yeah. of the universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. I would like like other like you know yeah, I yeah. want a Latino superhero. And what are you I want, talking about? You know, I want more than just the one black guy and the one woman. Mm-hmm. So you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, I, you're and, that. And, yeah. I, and I feel so strongly about that, and I feel strongly about that with its core characters of yeah. like. And I, that's, I want to get into talking about that because there's, there's a specific thing in comic books that this movie takes a departure that I am so happy about that is we'll, – we'll talk about it when we talk about it. But remind me because I yeah. want to Actually, talk about that. With, with that, let's okay. move right into spoilers in three, two, doink. Well, when we gave our review, I think I was – Oh, you want to rate it? Yeah, I was like a solid – because we actually did it out of ten for once. Mm-hmm. So it was like nine out of ten. I gave it ten out of ten. Ten, yeah. What did you give it? I can't do that because, <laughs> because the movie on its own – is uh is an eight out of ten the movie is like a seven eight out of ten mm-hmm. just uh, you know of its own but it's but in the same with the same thing that happened with infinity war i couldn't just like review that movie yeah. you can't look at it objectively you don't live in a vacuum you I, I have to take into account everything that came before yeah so it's getting harder and harder to like like i can review ant-man and the wasp <laughs> as like i'm like yeah it's like a six it's yeah like a, it's like a it's five fine. six in there it's fine turns out it matters way yeah, yeah, more yeah. <laughs> and, and i'm like now did my score for thor the dark world go up i think uh, it did just like a notch i think it did. it's just like a notch i'm like oh you know what i notched it down in 2013 because i'm like could have used more renee russo and now i'm like i think i'm good yeah, yeah, i think i did I think all right it, they did all right yeah so i so avengers endgame is not just endgame it's also um 22 movies yeah <laughs> so i give it a 10 out of 10 like yeah. I, I, you know but here's the thing that i wanted to to bring up and the thing that i am most excited about um this movie takes a definitive definitive stance on one of these two options marvel studios owned by disney so Disney, effectively, was going to have to make this choice at some point. Are we going to allow these characters and these actors to age? And I'm not talking about the, the special aging that we saw at the end of the movie, but yeah. just like generally speaking. Because, again, we're in spoilers now. We're in spoilers now. Yeah. I'm not talking about Steve. I'm talking about are we going to let Tony Stark like age at the same rate as Robert Downey Jr.? Or are we going to keep pretending that Tony Stark, no matter what year it is, yeah. just like comic books mm-hmm. that have a sliding timeline, specifically that's what Marvel has, are we going to keep pretending that Tony Stark is 40? Mm-hmm. Maybe a couple years ago he was 38. Maybe a couple years before then, 35. Maybe if you read the earliest Iron Man comics from 1963, he's kind of being treated as late 20s. Maybe. So how much does he really age? The first Spider-Man comics, he's 15. Yeah. Now, what is he, 28, 29? Maybe. Maybe. So yeah. like 13 years of aging has happened from 1961. Is Marvel Disney going to do that? Are they going to keep pretending that characters Tony Stark, Iron Man, Steve Rogers, Captain America, Thor Odinson are still around and recast them? And give us a new Iron Man four ten years from now, going we got it's Bond, we got a new actor, yeah. or are they going to do what I'm so glad that they did? The stance they took was no, we will never again recast Tony Stark. Will there be an Iron Man? Probably. Will that movie make a bunch of money ten years from now? Yeah. W- will it be Morgan Stark? Maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, will it be Rhodey? Maybe. Will it be Riri Williams? Maybe. Is the next Captain America movie going to be Sam Wilson? Maybe. And that to me makes me so happy because that's the one cool thing and crappiest thing about 
big superhero comic book universes. DC has found a workaround with every couple of years they reboot it. Mm-hmm. But then it's a soft reboot, then they move, kind of move things around, shift things around. Marvel has never, Marvel has had a couple of minor soft reboots. Secret Wars, kind of a, eh, afterwards, yeah. kind of, oh, the ultimate universe is kind of absorbed, eh, whatever, doesn't matter. But mostly they will still point to Fantastic Four in 1961 and go, that's the beginning of our story, of our soap opera. And whatever issue came out last week is part, 7,804. Yeah. Like, that's technically what they've said. So their characters have been locked in time. So when you have momentous changes, Amadeus chose Hulk now? Whoa, crazy. That'll get erased. Yeah. Jane Foster is Thor? Awesome. Well, now it's Thor again. Thor Odinson. Now, Still wish you know? Bucky was Cap. Yeah, yeah. B- Bucky was Cap for a little bit. And it's like, that was cool. Yeah. But I'm also kind of happy it's Sam now in the in the I, movies. Like, one, I, like I, let me tell you why. Because even when Bucky was Cap, it always still felt like, yeah, this should kind of be a little temporary. Yeah. This is, like, it's not for Bucky. He is going to be going back. Like, it makes it made sense for him to go back to being Winter Soldier. But I still like that order of operations, right? That yeah. order of events. But even when Cap died, when he was killed at the end of Civil War, when he was shot, we all knew in a couple of years he's going to be back. And sure enough, he came back for Siege. Yeah. Like, you know, to a couple of years later or whatever. He so, did. I did yeah. read that yes. recently. Yeah, that's yes. when he came back. What was, a weird and was, one. And mm-hmm. it was cool. And those moments are great. But, like, the MCU has given us those moments, kind of, especially at the end of Endgame when On Your Left happens and all these rings appear. And you're like, oh, my God, it's the dopest. But now this franchise has has taken the stance of, no, we're not going to just do the James Bond thing. We're not treating these characters like, oh, well, whatever. We'll just make another Batman movie. Who cares? Whatever. Who cares? What's the big deal? They're like, this is it. It was Chris Evans. He was Cap. So you don't think 10 years from now, no. when the franchise is flagging a little no. bit, they'll be like, oh, uh, magic, and now me, Tony Stark is back, you, but it's this new actor. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because even though 10 years seems like a long time, um, and we've gotten 22 movies out of them, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, think about how many stories per character. Compared to comics, it's a, it's a, it's a minuscule amount. It's a handful. Yeah. How many Steve Rogers stories did we get? One in World War II. Part of where he fought F aliens, one where he learned Shield was Hydra. Yeah. Then he teamed up and fought robots. Yeah. And then he had to fight Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And then he fought Thanos. That's yeah. six stories over ten years. Seven if you count the two movies as separate: Infinity War and Endgame. Sure. Yeah. Seven. Seven. You know. Yeah. Or, yeah. And then like cameos. But that, that's the best thing about this cinematic universe is that like the cameo of Loki turns into him in Thor: The Dark World. Super fun. The cameo of he is on the like gym class you know videos for Peter Parker. Great cameo. But that's it. But yeah. seven stories versus Cap comics, which have had untold amounts yeah. of, of story arcs, and like I couldn't even begin to. So in the comics, we're spoiled. In the movies. What this movie did is it, 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 it made me look back and go, I just wanted these movies to not feel um, forever. I wanted them to feel temporary. Yeah. Like, and now they do. Now it's really like, oh, snap. We got one Hulk movie. Incredible Hulk. I, by the way, you know? I really want, after this, yeah. I love what they did with Hulk in this me movie. Too. I mean, as a kid, I grew up with Professor Hulk. Yeah. So that was a good, and all, but Mark Ruffalo's performance as Bruce is so specific. Yeah. And so seeing him do that performance as Hulk, it's like, I need I need this movie. Give, yeah. give me yeah. this movie because I like this. I'm shocked. I feel like we should have done this version of the character movies ago. Well, I mean, maybe, but I also love that it happened after everything that happened like yeah. and and again the hulk character how many stories has he had in these movies like five four, yeah, four, four or five, five right yeah. like the little mini story arcs and stuff so like even though we're spoiled and we're like oh mark ruffalo has been hulk for 10 years and you know they're gonna re they're gonna keep doing hulk movies and hulk stories it's like no that's it you get a handful and they're very pivotal and important and cool but i don't think they're ever going to at this point especially with endgame recast bruce banner i think that they're going to bring in 
She-Hulk. I think they're yeah. going to bring in maybe I'm not down for it, maybe it's not Ross, but Red Hulk. They're, you yeah. know, Red Hulk Rick Jones will be a bomb. Like, mm-hmm. and then finally, Amadeus Cho will be totally awesome Hulk. Mm-hmm. And I feel that these decisions have been like part of the MCU from the beginning. Iron Man one didn't even need to have James Rhodes. But Rhodey's in there. Each of these, each of these casts, even though most of them are led by white male characters, they have women in the in the cast, like prominently. They have people of color in these casts. Like Ant Man, Scott Lang does not have a female character really as a part of his story in the comics. They created Hope. Yeah. They borrowed the name from another character, but it, Hope. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't have a Mexican friend. And then they created Luis and yeah. Ti, and you know, like all of these, and create Ti. They created uh, Dave they created <laughs> for Ti I, to play. No, we, they give... invented Ti, the rapper, <laughs> so he could play Dave. But what I'm trying to say is, I believe that the MCU has, and Disney and Marvel Studios, Marvel Studios has has realized, and this is movies ago. People are going to connect with these actors as much as with the characters, and to not betray that, they're going to lean into the sort of like this is it moment and they have specifically been planting seeds to bring in new characters years down the line donald glover says i got a nephew who lives here in spider-man homecoming that's miles morales Mm -hmm. we're years from miles morales live action in the mcu but i believe truly it's going to happen is peter parker gonna die i don't know but like they have the potential to bring in all those characters there's it's not a mistake that shuri was such a big part of black panther Mm mm-hmm you know what I mean? Yeah. Chadwick Boseman's in his 40s. He's not going to play that character in that he's way in forever. 40s. Looks good. I yeah. think he might be like 39. 30, yeah, but he's pushing. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. And so, um, but you know, Black Don't Crack. He looks great. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I really do feel that even though the the sort of, we're used to, because we're comic book heads, the pillars of the Marvel Universe, Iron Man, Thor, Captain America. We haven't met him yet. Reed Richards. We haven't yeah. met him yet. Professor Xavier, Charles Xavier, and those kind of heads of those worlds, the Illuminati, basically. Even though... Um, some of those characters are going to be going away. Like, I think they're going to make another Captain America movie. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be Steve. I like your point because I, I think that's a stronger way to go than to just be like, okay, we waited a little bit. Everybody said bye to Evans. You know, he's off doing his other. We got a new actor to play Steve Rogers. It's like, why? Don't do that. No. You know, it makes it more special if you don't do that. I like the idea. I, I like your point about them, like, kind of seeding characters where it's like, no, you, you know, it's like sequel opportunities. You have, your Avenger roster gets bigger. Mm-hmm. But also moving forward and also with the permanence of people leaving or dying or getting old or just letting them get old and live their life and be happy, you open the door to a lot of uh, secondary characters like... Uh, there's a I saw like a think piece about how Spider Verse the movie mm-hmm. kind of fixed Miles a little bit na- oh, narratively totally. because it's like it, reading the comics I will pick up a Miles comic because I like his story but he doesn't have rogues he his yeah. only his biggest thing is that his he has a best friend yeah that is and now Peter's got that and Peter <laughs> now Peter has that mm-hmm. and kind of has the story that Miles has when he was introduced is yeah. that he's he likes Tony Stark and yeah. wants to hang around the Avengers mm-hmm. which is not bad and now Fury's going to be in the next. Spider-Man movie, and that was a whole relationship between Fury and Miles. But yeah, yeah, and and also like Miles didn't have like a personality really. He yeah. had uh, he was living up to Peter, and that's cool. And Peter is his Uncle Ben, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But what does he do outside of that? Nothing. Mm-hmm. And so Spider Verse made him an artist. It made him. Mm-hmm. He has a very complicated relationship with his dad, and also Spider Man. And he has a, he's multicultural, so it's like yeah. he looks at the world from multiple points of view that other people wouldn't. That Peter that Peter can't. Mm-hmm. So that's why he is important and mm-hmm. and crucial. And giving a movie to a character like that, and letting the writers take the time to spread them out and kind of unfurl them it's like okay if we wanted to make them work in this world where do they fit 
right. you can do that with anyone. You don't have to keep recycling the same characters. Uh, and you can have more faith in characters in long term when it comes to movies yes. like that. Yes. And I uh, coming to like Sam being uh, yeah. Captain America. Or Valkyrie being essentially Thor. Like she's going to be the king of Asgard or the queen of Asgard. That's right? super cool. Absolutely. And But picking Sam over Bucky, because mm-hmm. we, we talked about this after the movie. Uh-huh. I think it just, there's like, and you brought up earlier, like making MCU specific decisions and not comic based decisions. Right. Picking Sam is a little bit of havesy, but it also makes, it leans more into MCU showing that like, Bucky being Cap is cool. Yes. That just sounds cool. He yeah. looks cool. He's got a metal arm. He's held Why not? the shield. Yeah. We all geeked out when he held the shield for two seconds in yeah. the first Avenger. Like, we, yeah, we get it. It's we awesome. It. Yeah. But he has been globally recognized as a terrorist <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> and he just got out of therapy. And then he died. <laughs> yeah. And he came yeah. back. I think he should go to therapy a little bit longer. Yeah. And then figure his stuff out before mm-hmm. he decides to be a symbol or take on the responsibility of representing what America stands for. Instead, mm-hmm. yeah. you could pick the person who is a veteran and yeah. who not only that, he like is capable when it comes to technology and strategy yeah. and has been an Avenger. And like, yeah, all that makes sense to me. I will say, I don't, I, I've always thought Falcon, specifically in the comics, taking on the mantle of Cap, it's kind of almost like a slap in the face to Falcon. Like he doesn't. Falcon is is his identity. Sure. Falcon. He doesn't need. He doesn't not need a, a white guy's permission yeah. and yeah. his that mantle to matter. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. And so that's. Oh, I'm kind of hoping that we see more characters like Black Panther and Shang Chi as mm-hmm. opposed to other people taking on the mantle. other people's mantles. Well, so they're their own. Yes. They're their own identity. I, they're I, their own icon. I want both. Yeah. Because unfortunately, we still live in a world where characters that have that name recognition are going to get more support yeah. more eyes on them you know yeah. that's why everyone was like for the next bond have it be a black man like yeah. no one's going hey for the next bond don't call him bond call yeah. him something else have it be have, a few, just, just, like have, a movie. just have it be a black guy but he's not bond the reason people want that that name recognition because they want that um same with miles man he got the support and he got the the fan base because he was spider-man yeah cool thing about his original comics is that he was the only spider-man yeah you know uh, and then they eventually merged him in and I now i kind of wish he, he was still in his own universe I especially agree. after seeing spider-verse is like keep him and, in his own and, universe where he is and Spider-Man. especially if, Gwen, if spider gwen gets to keep her own universe which yeah. is another rad thing that that she gets to be spider-woman and she gets to be you know the only the only spider character in that world but it's to me it's about both it's like I want Jon Stewart to be Green Lantern um, because he he is like deserving of that role, and I want people to know and recognize the name Green Lantern. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I, I know about Green Lantern. That's cool. Maybe it might not happen because of his movie history, but I'm saying if there's a movie called Green Lantern and it's John, yeah, people go and they you know rec- they like make that synonymous with Jon Stewart, just a, an American black male, um, is is something that might get more support than uh, than you know. Uh, a, a cyborg movie mm-hmm. just because the name Green Lantern just kind of has a longer history well that's kind of a bad example because now cyborg has been like we've been saying earlier like he has been sort of moved up to the forefront a little bit yeah but and it's, I, it's, it's it's even t- just the world we live in like I was going to think Black Lightning I was like hey, he has a show now like yeah, it, nobody's off limits at this point nobody's off limits the the exciting thing is, well unfortunately like I should have been able to grab more like black superhero characters more milestone characters I want Static to have yeah, a movie and, 100% you know and it's like if you were to release a Static movie and a Green Lantern movie where Green Lantern happens to be black like what's going to be recognized more or if you're going to release a um 
you know, uh, let me think of an example here, like Flash, and let's say hypothetically Wally West or Barry Allen's like played by like a person of color. Like, yeah. what's going to get recognized more, Static or the Flash movie? Right? Yeah. Like, it, I, I want both, and I think that the MCU is promising to sort of deliver both. They have yeah. a bunch of original characters that are women, people of color. They've been planting those seeds. They've been setting that up. But I also am really excited at the prospect of Sam being Cap and at least him forging his own, you know, when he became Cap, he kept his wings, which I thought was great. I'm like, yeah, yeah he's, looks super he's, cool. he's a flying Cap. It yeah. looks super cool. Like, yeah. that's great. I want there to be a Jane Foster Thor. And then with Natalie Portman coming back, I'm like, please tell me this is how you've convinced her to like d- to head up a force. Like some story where Jane Foster comes back, Thor's off world and she picks up a hammer and then becomes Thor and then leads that amazing lineup that we saw in the movie, which I yeah. thought was another huge moment. And it was a promise and it was a, this is the sort of future of where this franchise can go. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's unfortunate but it's a reality that the first Avengers movie that came out in 2012 became the third highest grossing movie at the time, had all white characters, six characters on the Avengers, plus Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of them were male except for one character. Yeah. And it's because they were adapting Silver Age comic character, like the, the sort of original lineup of the Avengers. Now, could you have done a Black Panther movie before number 18 or whatever? Yes, absolutely. Could mm-hmm. you have done a, a Black Widow movie in 2013? Yeah, in twenty in two thousand nine, yes, a hundred percent. You should have immediately because we, we did the rewatch like everybody else for Infinity yeah. War, even though we should have waited a year. Clearly, <laughs> um, and it's like you watch Iron Man two, and it's like why wasn't Black Widow your next your next movie? movie? Sure, they absolutely could have, but what they did do is to to at least in my eyes adhere to the sort of comics history pretty closely. Where yeah, Iron Man one is not Rhodey being Iron Man after Tony Stark retires. It's Iron Man, Tony Stark, and then eventually Rhodey in the sequel becomes War Machine, kind of like the comics. What's cool is that Scott Lang skipped it because Scott Lang, Ant-Man, rather, the movie Ant-Man, did look at it and go, okay, well, do we need a Hank Pym? Do we need, like, the, you know, another guy that, like, scientist discovers a thing and then let, it's like, well, what could, what, what would Hank Pym bring to this? Well, he's, like, a scientist. In our movie universe, he didn't even create Ultron. I don't know. He's had, like, marital problems. What else can this character bring to this? Well, what if he's the mentor and what if it's Scott? Mm-hmm. And Scott's played by someone like a, a, a Paul Rudd. Funny, sarcastic, making pop culture references the way that Scott Lang does in the comics. And I think that that was a super, super smart decision. Then they could kind of retroactively still say, listen, Hank Pym's a big part of the MCU and it's history, which by then they start, they really started to, to sort of build and lean into. Agent Carter had a show, plenty of flashbacks. The World War II history was covered. So, um, so yeah, so so I think that they have done an excellent job of figuring out what these characters bring to the larger universe, and I think that it I think that it will be important to have both because, as as I totally get Sam Wilson and the love of wanting him to be the Falcon because he's Falcon and that's good enough. And yeah. He doesn't need you know like like you said he doesn't need the validation or whatever. I think that the way that it was handled at the end of the movie was beautiful because Steve hands it to him and he goes, how does it feel? And he says, like, it's someone else's. And he goes, it isn't. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, man, that's emotional. That's powerful. That's um, it's a statement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, just, great old man acting from Chris Evans. Man, the voice, the makeup, the CG, whatever they did. Great. They finally great. unveiled that uh, they yeah. were really good at doing 
Uh, old people. <laughs> yeah, we, we've, been, yeah. we've been de-aging yeah. people. Yeah. We can age them up. Don't you worry. <laughs> you bet. Watch this <laughs> dial. <laughs> we, I will yeah. say, so you brought up the, the really cool moment where all the female, la- all the female awesome. ladies, all the all female, female character ladies. ladies they, all the female ladies, women, girls. There yeah. you go. Really cool. They all, they all uh, team up to get Captain Marvel with the gauntlet. It did bring up my one critique that I had to dance around. And my, there's nitpicks. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you really break it down if the time travel stuff makes any sense it doesn't matter it's just a narrative reason yeah. for them to go back in their own story yeah. before you get to that really quick yes. I think you it almost does a good enough job until Cap doesn't we'll, come back we'll break it down because yeah. it sounds like we're all on a similar page <laughs> the, important but my, thing is, the important thing is is that it made sure to point to Back to the Future and go well look that's bullshit yeah. and that's been our standard so now we, we're just a little bit better makes a little bit more sense so we should be fine and they were in the clear uh, it also led to my favorite one of my favorite scenes in the movie because again we're in spoilers now Tilda Swinton came back and in our screening I was awesome. the only one that applauded for Tilda Swinton I was like okay just <laughs> oh, me then just we, me we had applauses for Tilda Swinton Robert Redford great. Yeah. Yeah. Russo yes, please. like all of those great cameos got applauses Frank Grillo yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's good seeing him back, but I love Tilda Swinton so much, and she was so good as H one. So seeing her back was great. Yeah. Uh, but my one real critique is to get the Soul Stone. Yeah, with the, the a big chunk of these movies is the Guardians and the Avengers, the two big teams in the MCU, and they mm-hmm. both have exactly one female character we really care about mm-hmm. and both of them got chucked off the same rock yeah and that seems like yeah. bullshit to me <laughs> like that's it's, like, it's it's a real bummer yeah and i saw another great valid critique where the screenwriters uh like uh, something mcfeely and christopher marcus yeah or maybe i'm uh, Stephen mcfeely Stephen yeah. mcfeely and, christopher and marcus. marcus were asked what's the toughest character to write and they said natasha they said black widow and I saw a totally valid criticism by a friend of mine where she was like, well, give this character to women and yeah. it's not going to be as difficult to write. And I get that. But I also agreed with the the screenwriters because just the nature of the Black Widow character is not – she's very complex to me. Yeah. She's more complex than Clint. And they're supposed yeah. to be peers where they're like both shield agents, right? And it's like – I was talking to my girlfriend about this too. She was like, I kind of wish it was Clint that got chucked off that that thing. And I go, I agree, but I also love – that it wasn't and that it was Nat because she says she goes it, it, my whole life has been leading up to this moment mm-hmm. her whole character point is supposed to be I'm trying to get the red out of my ledger yeah. and with Clint going to the dark side for five years and killing bad guys yeah. and cool him same, th- by the way. awesome and him thinking he's not worthy it was Natasha going I'm not going to judge you for that the same way you didn't judge me yeah. the same way you were sent to kill me and instead you recruited me and you saw something you believed in me whatever it was like you helped me I've helped you this has been our friendship for years and just like let me do this thing you have a family and and then later steve goes you know he's asked does she have a family and he goes yeah us so she really was she made the choice to do that to save her family effectively which are the rest of the avengers and it only makes it a little bit better that like i know she's getting her own movie but i am also kind of bummed i'm like i knew going into this thing i thought that the soul realm had some cheats. I thought that had, like, we were going to get they, Gamora. They were, we were both going to jump, and it's yeah. like, oh, you sacrificed yourselves. Yeah, you get the cell phone. That is the answer. You figured it out. <laughs> yeah. You know, that Red Skull was going to resurrect Gamora. I don't know what I was. I was like, they're going to go to the soul, the soul realm. I thought Guardians Three was going to be Star Lord after he comes back, and everybody comes back. Him going, well, wait, Gamora's not back. This is BS. I'm, let's go get her. I thought that that's what was going to happen. No. To me, it's it's comic book stuff, and I was expect and I was expecting this because I want these characters to live forever. No. But the fact that Natasha, along with and I don't know about you guys, second time I watched it, especially because I knew what was happening, I was crying when Natasha died. Mm-hmm. The way that that Jeremy Renner was acting, the way that she was acting, the way she said, "Let me go, it's okay." And then later, Pepper said the same thing to Tony. It's no. we're going to be okay. It all worked for me, and yeah, I, it it sucks because she is this. 
she, again, she's like the main female character yeah, of the rest of these basically dudes. Basically it. Basically it <laughs> yeah. up to this point. And so was Gamora and Nebula even died. But Nebula was amazing in this movie, but not really. Nebula lived. It's fine. She's yeah. fine. But um, Which goes back to our time travel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, it does suck. But again, I feel like the movie was like, look, we know that we killed off Natasha Romanoff. We know that we've killed off, you know, we're, we're, you're going to not see Tony in a little bit. But here's the promise for the future. Wasp. Gamora, Nebula, Valkyrie, yeah. Captain Marvel, uh, you know, um, Shuri, like all of these female characters that are going to be backing up. They take the thing from Spidey, backing Okoye. up. Mm. Okoye's no. there. You know, she won't be alone is what she said. And no. she pulls out her spear and, and it was awesome. And it was just, it was symbolic. It was political by very nature of these characters' existence. They're political no matter what they, no matter what's happening. No matter what women, you guys want. <laughs> they're political. It's a political statement to go, hey, we have female characters. We love them and we, we're going to do more with them. And maybe if you guys gift the hell out of this, We'll do an A Force movie like we thought. We you know we know what we have. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, it's it, again, it's it is a bummer that, it, and it's the same way that like Gamora died in Infinity War. Yeah. But I love that scene. Yeah. And I love Zoe Saldana's performance, and she made me cry in that movie. And her relationship with Star Lord, and her relationship with her father, and her and Nebula are so messed up. And yeah. their sister relationship makes me cry at the end of Guardians too. But their relationship with their father. So all of this stuff, it is, it's, it's like, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. But I'm like, if they were, if they did it correctly, but it sucks. Yeah. And I also think it's like, people, everybody probably expected Hawkeye. So it's like, let's switch yes. it up. And surprise people also, Scarlett Johansson is, I think, the second highest performer in these movies. The second oh, highest oh, paid performer. Really? Yeah. 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 Oh. So, cause she's been around long. So it's like, maybe let's save some of that money. <laughs> in the, in the, but she's getting her own movie. Yeah. yeah. Which, which is great. Which is great. It's about time. But yeah. You, uh, I did want to point out though, with that, I, both of those scenes meant a lot to to me because they are heartfelt and they do break you. Clint showing his family dying in the beginning, you know that there's yeah. no way he I, he has to he has to live sure. to see his kids. Sure. Mm-hmm. He and you kept teasing that he almost sees them, especially with the time travel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will say the more he- heartfelt scene for me was when Nebula convinced Gamora to help. Yeah. It's like That's I know great. I know that you don't want to do this. And you're like, literally, you were only like minutes away from leaving anyways. Yeah. And it's like, and... The, you're literally wearing your costume from Guardians 1. Yeah, you're, and the music is swelling and you can feel it in Gamora's soul in that scene. Yeah. And yeah. you can see now that Gamora has had to pull Nebula back from this side. And now that Nebula is on the side of the angels, she pulls Gamora out as well. And yeah. it's so... Yeah. It's so powerful for Nebula seeing that like she... Out of basically everyone is the most messed up. Yeah. yeah. Who's and been she, physically and tortured. And mm-hmm. she changed. And she knows she can't take away what she did before, but mm-hmm. she can be better now. Mm-hmm. And that's a great lesson to have. And that's so cool that she gets to live. Mm-hmm. D- again, time travel, big question mark. Well, let's go, let's dive happens. into that real quick. Okay. Yeah, Because yeah. that was something which, again, I, this narratively, this time travel, it's Legends of Tomorrow rules. These time travel just exists for our story and specifically for these characters to revisit parts of the movie my first issue with the time travel is like we know that ether was sitting in a rock for generations you right. didn't need to go when it was inside I, jane you could have well, you could have just here, gone I, to I, the rock the, the, trick, the trick there is the convergence which is when that stuff opened up <laughs> didn't remember happen, remember didn't, the convergence didn't, yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't happen until 2013 mm-hmm. and jane was at the right place at the right time and uh thor may not have known where that hidden location was but okay. he knew that All it was right. in jane mm-hmm. but yeah yes but what about vormir with the rock no vormir is the soul stone what yeah, about yeah. the the power stone we, Morag, said, here, we literally this, go the day before there's a reason for that i i what there's i figured from it is to, to see the funny joke of him dancing the music and we don't <laughs> I know mean, what yeah, yeah. What I got from it is 
in this universe of if they're going to do a time heist, they should know it to the best of their ability where exactly everything is. Yeah. And they should go with as many people as possible in Love these time teams. Heist, by the way. So yeah. time heist is great. Yeah. Yeah, heist movie, bet, finally, they did yeah. it. Um, you just saw the reverse with Infinity War, and now mm-hmm. our people could do it. It's way cooler. Um, but no, you need. I like the idea of bringing reinforcements. You need yeah. to have multiple people to pull these things off. Yeah. And why not try to do it in one big move so we can all keep track of each other? We don't have to keep spreading people out everywhere yeah. and making so, it as easy to understand as possible. Because more, what were you going to say about that? The, when it comes in, to that? the in-universe reason, and I forget where I picked up this detail. Whether it was a commentary, commentary from like James Gunn and the Guardians disc. Because I was telling you guys before we started, I've been rewatching these movies, rewatching all the special features. I've yeah. also been rereading and for the first time reading some of the tie-in comics. Some stuff is in there. Some the ones that tie into the movies. To the MCU, yeah. yeah. Some of them are preludes, and some of them are just like adaptations of the movies. I'm like, all right, whatever. I yeah. just, just watch this movie. Who cares? But some of them like, like the Guardians comics shows you a little adventure with Rocket and Group before they show up, or how Nebula loses her arm, and then she gets a robot arm. Yeah. Like those little kind of details. In somewhere in the Guardians stuff, you learn that on Morag, there was like a sea that was up for 500 years and that was like the one day that the sea receded and the temple was like underwater which is oh, why cool. Peter was there that day which is why so like they didn't say right. that they didn't say that in the movie yeah. but there is an in-universe reason for that somewhere why they couldn't go like a week before well and then like, the New York yeah. thing makes sense because Scarlett Johansson points out Scarlett Johansson Blackwater points <laughs> out that there's the three stones yes. in New York and the, the one day so the other issue is the the Hulk is Hulk is the primary conduit for the exposition on time travel. Mm-hmm. He says you can't when you go back now that past moment is your future. Mm-hmm. So you can't change what happened before because that would be essentially changing your past. Correct. All right. Yeah. And then he runs into the ancient one. Again, one of my favorite scenes. She's like, oh, you're looking for Stephen Strange. You're five years too early. He's yep. over there doing surgery, which, which just reminds how cool that character is. Yes. When it finally confirmed that uh, Doctor Strange occurs during like 2017. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not 2016, the year it was released, and not... 2010, like some people were like, you know, or 2011, where it's like, oh, he that the, the he was trying to fix a guy from Iron Man two with the yeah. with the suit. No, it was in 2017. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and she talks about once you remove the stone, mm-hmm. you create a branching timeline. The visual actually is kind of strange too because. When the stone's removed, that's what creates the branch. Yes. And then Hulk's like, but if we return it, then the branch goes away, implying that now this is the one timeline. Mm. Throw that out. Let's just say they're no, making branching he, timelines. He doesn't say that. He specifically says... The visual, though, is there's the one, and then it creates a branch, and then he puts it back, and now we're back to one. Okay, I'll give you that. Uh, What he he says is... I didn't mean to well actually you, but... No, 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 it's okay, because you're right, because you're right what he's essentially... By the way, I just noticed your shirt. One, I love that... A Power Man and Iron Fist run. Yeah, thank and you. And two, the shirt's dope, but that's Thanks, beside man. the thank point. You, um, Audio so, listeners, so you're missing out. This, this is what I picked up on the second time I watched it. Because, yeah, the first time I was like, cool, yeah, they, yeah. They, they have to, I was like, they'll have to put the stones and everything else back exactly where it was. Which is and impossible it, if you the watch end, the movie. At the end, I was thinking, Tony Stark has to, when he snapped, I hope that he doesn't just disappear and dust everybody but put them back in 2014 yeah. with their minds wiped yeah. so that all the events occur the way that they occur but then Nebula died and I was like oh what is that yeah so that Nebula work? gets killed and then future Nebula nothing happens yeah. to her which was fine because I didn't like the way Looper ended personally yeah. um, <laughs> right. but, uh, back to the future roles or whatever yeah, so, yeah. so my understanding is the ancient one was talking about the stones and she goes if you take one of these stones away that my new universe is unprotected because there's no stone yes. there and Banner was like, I will bring the, we'll bring the stone back so it will be protected. So he says, so in that universe, the stone will never have left. Yeah, you're right. Because the specific he, wording he uses in is in this universe. The stone will never have left. He exactly. doesn't say 
the, the, the things won't be different and the, the, I'm going to bring back all the people. But your timeline yes. now still has the stone. So they need to bring it back. So they're creating branches, yeah. but the branches aren't screwed. Yes. Fine. Yeah, that's what it is. And that's, that's what they, he descri- I think Cap describes it as like, like cribbing the bran- branches. Yeah, branches. And so he b- goes back with the stones and the hammer because Thor takes his hammer from the past. Which is, yes. if you're going to do it, just you do it. you got to do yeah. it. So, so a, a, fine. So, so Branching realities. Conceivably, he gives the hammer back to Asgard in 2013. Yes. And the ether. Yes. Does he put it back into Jane Foster? Probably. Mm-hmm. So let's say, let's say all of that is like conceivably that's what happened. And in that universe, everything's fine. The Malekith, the Dark Elf, still kills Frigga or Curse or whatever. It was Malekith. No. Everything happens in 2013. 2014 like everything should be the same but then in whatever universe whatever like and so all the stones are put back and the hammers put back but it's still branching realities right they are yeah. alternate is what realities. we're led to believe yeah. but yes. there is an alternate reality where in 2014 instead of star lord meeting gamora like <laughs> no, not he only gets knocked out yes on morag and like again we're assuming he wakes up and he's fine but like he doesn't get the power stone because nobody was after this power stone like the power stone gets taken out and put back but does he but then thanos and his entire army is gone it's, yes yeah. that's the main thing is it thanos gamora nebula, nebula. and thanos's army is gone. gone so does that mean in that universe there's no infinity war in that universe there's no if there's no thanos there's no like you know does ronan still get the stone does yeah. he destroy xandar like does that happen and also, that doesn't happen because thanos is dead and it's implied that gamora no that gamora might mm-hmm. still be kicking around our yes, she universe is. she is because we didn't see her dust and again so branching realities and just we've accepted that one is screwed up because thanos here's, got dusted here's another one but loki loki Cause yeah because loki, loki Teleports away, away with the Tesseract of in 2012. In 2012, so that's why they had to go to the 70s to get another Tesseract, but then bring it back. So everything from that 70s alternate universe but did is that, fine. Oh, did, but that, did that change the reality that Loki teleports away in, or is that uh, now another branching reality? I'd say it's another branching. I don't, Basically, I, okay. the existence of if you move back in time. That is now something else. Yeah. That's right. because you weren't there. Correct. So you have to, it has to be a branch. Cool. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. And I think the, it sounds like it sounds <laughs> we are like, yeah. explaining so gobbledygook. Yeah, so yes, we're, that's we're fine. all on the same page. Branching realities. One of them screwed because Thanos got dusted. Mm-hmm. Except for the fact that mm-hmm. Cap goes back. Yes. And then ages to the point where he's supposed to meet everybody. Else. Yes. Yes. And how does that work? So I, my theory is that when Cap went back, he did it right. Mm-hmm. Is that he. He found a way to put the stones back, the yeah. ones that they took, right? Which meant the 70s, we're dropping that off. Mm-hmm. And as far as we know, everything else in that timeline is the same and kind of not messed with. It's not like he pulled out Hank Pym. It's, you know, everything's yeah. the, it's the same. The the Soul Stone took it back. Everything is the same. I feel like, and then the hammer, again, in 2013, Asgard dropped it off. Everything's the same. I feel like Cap, I don't know how he figured it out or how he mm-hmm. knew or how it happened, but found the way to, after all was said and done, and enough alternate timelines were sort of fine, other than the main one being the one where Thanos is gone. Yeah, that's f- one. There's nothing we can do yeah. about that one. He found the one where it's like, cool, cool, cool. This is our regular timeline. I'm going to live in here. Yeah. And find Peggy in the 50s, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So maybe he's a little definitely younger. After definitely after Agent Carter season two. Definitely <laughs> yeah. after Agent Carter season two. And the only other clue that we have about Peggy Carter's life is that she was married. Yeah. And that her husband was saved by 
Captain America in World War II inadvertently. Like he didn't know he was saving who would become Peggy's future husband. When but did, that, that husband was, was that never, conversation was in Winter Soldier? That conversation was in Winter Soldier in a flashback video when he's at the Smithsonian. Uh-huh. And Peggy talking about Captain America in 1953 was like, like Steve, you know, he saved my husband when he was, you know, and, like he didn't know he was always changing my life even after he was gone. So like I think that husband is going to become Steve. But all it means is that Steve goes back to, again, that sort of prime timeline. Mm-hmm. And then he just has to, like, change his name, yeah. you know, remain hidden. And the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, everything will just never be active. Yeah. Hopefully he still has friends and stuff. But, like, literally will never mess with anything until he can age up to where. And everything will still have to have made sense. Meaning Peggy will still be old mm-hmm. and dies in 2016. Uh, a little bit before the events of Captain America Civil War. And he, and Peggy has to take start, solace in the fact that, like, I can't be there as an old man, but I yes. know I know him there as a young guy. Yes, that, that my young self is there, like, holding, bringing her coffin. Yeah. Or in 2014, when young Steve goes to visit her and she's already losing her memory, yeah. like, Peggy has to be in on it, too. To, Peggy, where, to where Peggy has to, like, lie and be like, you know, oh, we were never together. So that when she gets her memory back, she's like, you're back. It's been so long. It's like, was she acting? Or yeah. was like because and at that point, where's her husband, Steve? Because in that timeline, we did know that she was married to a dude, yeah. but he maybe died. So like, does Steve sort of fake his death legally and just be like, okay, now my husband character of I don't know Peter Parker or whatever like <laughs> dies, but I'm still going to be living in this house chilling with Peggy and yeah. like and oh she's losing her memory. I can't I can't be with her. I can't help her, but I'll, maybe I'll be over here. But like I, maybe I'll check in on her. But I have to I got to let her go, and she has to die on you know she's got to die in 2016, and in 2014 my young self's going to visit her. It's going to be real sad, and I'm kind of in the background. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe he went back in time. Divergent timeline. Mm-hmm. Hold on to some pin particles. Where are they going to go? Put them in a shelf. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, and then, and then, and then, and then the, when he's an old man, he visits the original universe just to go. drop off that shield. Because he knows exactly Could when he... That. He knows exactly Could the coordinates that. of when he left. Yes. So he goes back. Yes. And the I think that's the only way this can make literally any sense. Because Unless the more... I like both yeah. of your explanations. I will yes. say, I always kind of like the mystery of who Peggy ended up with. Sure. And I like that the answer is Steve, except when you kind of got into specifics there. It's like, oop, it's more complicated than I thought it was. It's a little more because I yeah. knew it, I knew it, he had to not be lie. around. It's a big lie. Yeah. yeah. Or if he is around, they have to pretend like he's not. No. You His know? timeline might be great. Maybe he helped out with civil rights. Maybe Vietnam didn't happen. There's a Listen, lot of. Did he Steve, run for president? Yeah. Like maybe some. There could be some good stuff that happened. Steve, you better uh, because yeah. if you go back after having seen everything you've seen and you see how much the U.S. is struggling with things, basic social issues, and you're not doing something, you're a piece of crap. Yeah, uh, Steve, you really should. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I hope he changed his name and you go back and look at the history books and be like, that was a really good looking, very active <laughs> guy. Shockingly good shockingly looking. Good looking. Like, shocking. It's weird. Captain America died. And yeah. then like his brother yeah. like started working the at other, the same base. Here's yeah. the other question. We yeah. got fan questions we should dive into, but here's Sorry, the other question yeah. I have for you guys. I've also just been listening because this is great to hear other people so excited about this <laughs> yeah. because I could gush about this for Hours. One thing I love, and I mentioned to, to both of you before we started, one thing I love about this movie specifically is that they keep the five years that happened, especially mm-hmm. specifically, mm-hmm. it's completely selfish on Tony's part. He's basically as a daughter and he doesn't want to lose her. Uh, they keep that from happening. So everything, that, they don't just undo what happened in Infinity War. It happened, five years passed, and then they bring everybody back. Yes. For this movie, that's a great choice. Yeah. Moving forward with the MCU, that 
complicates things. And because it might, might be, you're not wrong, no. but we haven't seen what they're going to do yet. With Far From Home, I think. It's, yes, but it's that's also weird to me. One of the they're shouldering so much responsibility to make the world now work like a yeah, world. Because yes. and that, and that, that goes to my kind of my issue is one of the issues I had with Homecoming, which I thought was a very enjoyable movie. Mm-hmm. I hated how much, I hated, it's too strong a word. I was bothered by how much it depended upon Iron Man. Sure. Like where Spider-Man is, it's like a Robin movie when Iron Man's the Batman. It's like, that's not who Spider-Man is to me. Sure. Now Spider-Man is now shouldered with the responsibility of like Wrapping him everything and up. I guess all his friends mm-hmm. vanished at the same time. Dealing with this. So now they're five years later. That's not, Sp- that's like the Mephisto shit in Brand New Day. That's not yeah. Spider-Man. That's not spider Like, yeah. and, if you, and if you were to, if you were to say, like, let's say the Netflix shows are canceled, right? So let's yeah. say they want to re- launch Punisher a character like Punisher mm-hmm. so now Punisher you know he served in the Marines for a while mm-hmm. and then half of the people on earth vanished but then he lost his family and now he's the Punisher it's like suddenly yeah. like hey, listen, your grounded those, characters yeah, those are kind of derailed with the Netflix stuff those same problems had to be addressed with just the, the nature of like oh they live in a post Avengers uh, saving New York from aliens in 2012 world but, and they addressed it because they're like the kingpins have been buying up property and yeah, blah, like, the difference you know, between that is yeah. then it's an event like 9-11 where you know people who yeah. were affected by it yeah. But it didn't necessarily affect you directly. Whereas mm-hmm. this, by the very nature everybody of... Everybody was affected. Literally, Everyone it's like Earth. 9-11 happened to everybody. Yes. Or, to go back to my comic book example, it's like Brand New Day. Mephisto came and made a deal with literally every person on the planet. Yeah, to take their spouse. Yeah. And then five years later, they bring it And back. then they're just back. Listen, I... And uh, I don't know how yeah. you do that. Like, okay, so like Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So her whole story with Captain Marvel... Mm-hmm. Plus, she, either she vanished or somebody she knew vanished. Mm-hmm. That puts a wrinkle in literally everybody's narrative. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you handle that elegantly I, I, moving I, forward. I think that uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. And the answer is hopefully going to be delivered in Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. Now that that's been like you know cited as the last movie in phase three it's like okay well why it really should be ending with endgame this, unless yeah. <laughs> unless really to, to that movie's gonna like bring some kind of closure which i hope it does now i don't know this for sure but i have a theory that aunt may was also dusted mm-hmm. just because of the fact that aunt may and peter were like you know in the trailers i know the trailer's not trying to give stuff away but like can you imagine a world where aunt may stayed around for, for five, five years, years without that's peter devastating yeah and i feel like in an effort to not complicate that relationship yeah. and to just sort of continue where we last saw aunt may and homecoming they will both be dusted coming back now they're going to be dealing with the world certainly but like at least their relationship will be like nothing changed we're the yeah. same but the yeah. world is different at least one of his classmates had like laura harrier's liz i know she's I, not in their school anymore I, but she has to be like a grown-up person sure no yeah. a lot of no based on his yeah. age at the very least his friends, half of his friends, are in their second year of college. Yeah, or their job, whatever mm-hmm. they wanted or, to do. Well, hang on a second. It's uh, 2016 was when homecoming happened. Is he a freshman? He, he, freshman or sophomore? I'd give it. I'd give him like that kind of like okay. wiggle room. Freshman a or bit. sophomore? Yeah. Get that wiggle room. High school's four years. 2023 is uh, how many years from 2016? Oh, seven years. Yeah, mm-hmm. but again. Five years of those don't count. So, like, if Peter, when he presumably walked into that school, he was a senior, maybe? He was, either you... a senior, he was either a junior or a senior. Problem is, Ned was there. Yeah. Did Peter walk into college? Is this movie about Ned, college? I think, all his friend, I think Ned and we saw Flash in the trailer and, yes. and uh, MJ and MJ, Michelle, yeah. She yeah. Got, they all got dusted. Yeah. Is, I guess, we're, what we're supposed to believe. Maybe, unless... 
Well, I listen. I uh, I'm gonna have to tell you guys something after because I have a I have a a buddy who works at a oh snap trailer Ooh. house. Oh snap! Oh snap! <laughs> and he told me a thing that isn't. It might not be true, but he told me this thing, and I was like, and I've kind of. Also, I've known about the five-year thing for a while. Really? So when people were like, Infinity War has no stakes. They'll just be brought back. I had to keep going like, <laughs> not necessarily. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, which is another reason I'm super happy that the five-year thing happened. Because yeah. it is. It just, Again, it for this stakes. movie, it's perfect. Yes. With yeah. the trailer yes. for Spider-Man Far From Home, we see yeah. them helping out at a community center and donating money. And it's specifically mm-hmm. from the Howard Stark mm-hmm. Fund. or. Yeah. The, or Tony Stark fun. Yeah, yeah. He, that's and you see the John Favreau happy and Marissa Tomei's character. They're flirting or like they're no. moving on. People are their lives are growing and they're restarting. Yeah. But also with that, it's like it, after all this, if Peter didn't want to do this anymore, mm-hmm. it makes sense. And you have that you have that moving forward. Also, Nick Fury, his initial reason for the Avengers was to have like a shield around the world. Yeah. And now, yeah. This, even though it's an end, you need it more than ever. So trying to recruit Peter and kind of rebuild that, you'd it feel it sense. more. And more people choosing to move into action, to like make decisions to yeah. protect the people around yeah. them, would happen more now. Yeah. E- yeah. Even more so than when they got dusted, because now that we're back, we need to protect this more than ever. Yeah. It's like Steve said in Endgame. He goes, you know, we were left with the world, yeah. and we have to do something with it. Otherwise... Thanos should have killed all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a dark I, line, that, but it is that line like inspires me. Yeah. And that line I feel like is is um I think it's a commentary on what's happening now politically. I honestly do. I really think the Russo slipped it in there with like, look, things might not be great, yeah. but we have to even environmentally, everything. It's like we have to do something. And you should take that away when you walk out of this fun superhero movie. Like Captain America's words they can have meaning and you can apply them to real world because mm, 100%. He, because they're real words and they were written by real people mm-hmm. and there's a real sentiment behind it and yeah. it's not just stuff that should be thrown away like oh that's fun that's fun look cap said that and that was a political statement the women all showing up at the end to, to help captain marvel that's a political statement you know handing the shield to falcon that's a political statement and it and they should have real world and hopefully they will like real world uh, results and and yeah. impact Mm-hmm. You know, so do we uh, want to answer a few questions real we quick? Should. Yeah. Uh, just really quick, wanted to go around and just say some moments that are going to stick with you for the rest of your life. One, uh, Hulk that can talk, really big fan of that. Also, Mark Ruffalo's, all I can think of is if you made the guy from 13 going on 30 just a bit bigger. <laughs> and that's sort of, I'm like, yes, this is exactly what I want. Uh, Ant Man being as OP as he is in this movie, there's literally nothing he can't do. And I love that the Russos love him, mm-hmm. especially Paul Rudd's interpretation. Mm-hmm. Spider Man riding a Pegasus, can't. I don't know where it came from. I don't care where it mm-hmm. came from. Also, don't know why the wizards asked the wasp to come because they had to open a portal for her to come. Don't care. I'm mm-hmm. happy that that happened. I also don't know how all the armies were ready to go mm-hmm. in like the 10 I ha- minutes. I have, of a, I have a theory. Well, my take on it is um, because we saw the shortcut was there are also other sorcerers. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, as established in Doctor Strange, other people training. Yeah. Maybe they're not being trained by an ancient one because she died. Yeah. But like. Kamartage, are they, are they still training there? Yeah. And if so, half of them survived. Yeah. So for five years, they've been like, everything's out of whack. This isn't, you know, in terms of magical world, this is messed up. Um, maybe maybe one of them got some kind of a, or maybe it was Doctor Strange. Or Wong. Wong uh, was Wong, able to channel, that's right. t- tune I, in. I imagine they've been checking in with Wong over five years. Mm-hmm. I imagine that even though they're like, hey, listen, Steven's gone, but this is what he said. And Wong, you're protecting the Sanctum Sanctorum in New York. But like, and maybe during their planning of like, we got a big ballsy move, the time travel thing that could bring everybody back. Somebody called Wong and was like, here's what we got. Yeah. 
And he was like, cool, have everybody on standby. Uh-huh. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. Or maybe, I, and also it doesn't matter because it it's so matter. cool. You know, so what's, cool. you know what's so great about this movie? The dumb, flippy CG helmets yeah. that were like, remember Iron Man 1 when a helmet was a helmet? Yeah. It looked <laughs> awesome. Avengers when a helmet was a helmet that yeah. barely moved and then it was one piece. And now they're just CG masks. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't break the movie where along with it. Everyone has a magical earpiece that has perfect reception. That, All you know, the time. Captain yeah. Marvel can earpiece you talk to you in your ship and she's in space. Yeah. It doesn't matter because the movies plural have built up such goodwill that we're just along for the ride it's the same as indiana jones indy hopping a ride on a submarine mm-hmm. and then the little red line happens and we're like wait was he holding his breath for hundreds of miles <laughs> to go fight these nazis at the end of raiders of the lost ark nobody ever remembers that detail yeah. it doesn't matter we're yeah. cheering for the hero the movies want, you know that's the goodwill it's mm-hmm. like the movies want us over nothing to me in endgame is ever like movie breaking where you're like yeah. wait a Same. minute mm-hmm. you know I watched Men in, Black, Men in Black 3 I watched it when it came out and I remember at the end I'm like wait a minute because the time travel shenanigans were movie oh, breaking yeah. mm-hmm. the time travel of like you know Will Smith at one point uses time travel to go and exist in a point in time and then at the end of the movie he uses it with like a minute just to see what happens and I'm like bro you would have gone back and seen your duplicate from a minute ago yeah. you made you have inconsistent and that like broke the movie for me I'm like this yeah. doesn't make any sense but none of that stuff happens in Endgame yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, really quick, because we're all 13 in the chat, actually uh, shared a timeline breakdown from all the different time travel stuff. I will put, download it. Dude. I'll send it to you guys yeah. so we can Thank look you. through it. Because I think the Captain America alternate timeline then oh, looped around to say, give away the shield. I think yes. that's what happened. That, I agree. I think um, I like your take best, where the, he just remembered the coordinates, and he's 93, and he's like, time to go give this shield back yeah. in my timeline. Hopefully then, I don't die. And then he came back, and even if Peggy had passed away in 2016, maybe Cap's got some kids. Some grandkids. That's, I'm very some interested. Great, you know, see, like, yeah, and it, just like that Captain America story where he raised a daughter in, in Dimension Z yeah. for a couple of years, I'm like, dude, we might see Cap's kids, yeah. biological children, that would be cool. a woman maybe on who's the Captain Bucky America, Winter Soldier show, maybe like through to, through alternate universe shenanigans, which they've opened up, just like Spider Verse. Like, we're fine, yeah. we're ready for it. You know, we might. Uh, like, I came home and, and last night, my buddy um, went to go see my buddy Keller went to go see Endgame, and he comes back and he goes, "How many years away are we from Marvel 1602?" And I'm like, "That'd be dope." That'd be really that'd cool. Be dope. I don't know. 2099, maybe? I don't know. Oh, yeah. That'd be dope. Got a question here from Danny M, a.k.a. Echo Spider. And right now, he is watching Endgame for his second time, and he'll be watching it again for his third time tomorrow. What did you... Uh, do you think after how this movie ended, the Disney Plus shows will take place after Endgame? Also, how do we get Vision back? Oh, great I'm question. guessing all after Endgame. Uh, oh, I, I'm uh, guessing... Besides Loki. I'm thinking yes. WandaVision has to be during their little hiatus thing. Also, I don't mm. need Vision back. Mm. I'm you fine know, listen, I was <laughs> thinking about that too, but again, the, the, the permanence of Paul Bettany was Vision and now he's gone yeah. makes Vision more special. Yeah. And, I, and it's called WandaVision and they told us it was going to have a 50s aesthetic. Wow. Like not like, and I'm like, okay, whatever that means. Maybe mm-hmm. the show will be about Wanda coping and maybe she tries to bring Vision back. I'm in for that show, but I also don't need him to come back. Like, also might be a good place to introduce Wonder Man Ooh. in that show. That, that would be yeah. interesting. fun. Yes, not cool. Paul Bet- I was like, yeah. oh, played by Paul Bettany. No, no, Bet- no, no, it would be. No. Um, I think it would be uh, Nathan Fillion. Yeah, because they he, they set that up he already. Deleted scene like cameoed as him uh, as Simon Williams in Guardians Two. Stuff. Guardians Two. What yeah. was that yeah. scene? Because I never saw that. It was a movie scene. poster. Yeah, it oh, okay. was the and Earth they, Goop. Remember mm-hmm. the Earth Goop that we've never yeah. talked about? Oh, it yeah. was like ego. Yeah, yeah, ego's Goop. So that was so. 
Yeah, there's. A, 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 I think that Falcon Winter Soldier that might even take place before because it's Falcon Winter Soldier, not yeah. Cap and Winter Soldier. Like that might be their relationship and them kind of you know building a friendship to where like maybe that show could end to where Bucky, like the show could prove why. Bucky shouldn't be Cap. You yeah. know what I mean? It could do that. Yeah. To where then, okay, cool. Now the little scene at the end where Bucky's like, go ahead, Sam. Like, it will make you go, oh, man, because yeah. I saw their show where they were both fr-. Like, who knows? By the way, in the comics and the movies, let's let Bucky be Nomad. Uh, because Ooh. he needs to, he needs to ditch the Winter Soldier title. It's like not a Winter, good. I love I, it. It sounds cool. Yeah. But what it represents to him as a person sure. that's, and the world. Yeah, that's him. Sure. Bad assassin version. I get him. that. Maybe JFK's assassin. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe but just how like Spider. It's a cool Woman, name. Just how like Spider Woman was actually a scroll for years in the comics. Yeah. And then when Jessica Drew, the real Spider Woman, came back and she's dressed up, you know, she's Spider Woman, and everyone's like, oh, everybody knows your face is the the worst enemy of Earth. Yeah. Uh, as this evil alien that almost killed everybody. She was like, well, I'm taking my name back. Like, it could be that. It could be Bucky. It could be Winter Soldier trying to take that back. I think uh, Loki will be the 2012 Loki, where I wouldn't be surprised if that show ends with somebody or even himself putting the Tesseract back and him going right back to where he left so that he could still be taken to Asgard and still be... Like, they could do a redemptive arc where that... Loki, and then the rest of the movies are like, oh, he knew the whole time he was going to die. They could do that kind of stuff. And by the way, Tom, he doesn't get a lot in this movie, but Tom Hiddleston's so great. Like the, mm-hmm. when he realizes that the Tesseract's there and he just grabs it, and it's like, there's also, a he reason. sees Ant Man. He's yeah. like, what's happening yeah. right now? Yeah, I like, I like that he picks up cap. on it. If you love, if you enjoy these movies, I highly recommend checking out Only Lovers Left Alive. It was directed by Jim Jarmusch. It stars cool. Tom Hiddleston and Tilda Swinton as uh, two uh, vampires. It stars Loki and Ancient One. It's, uh, it stars go. Loki and Ancient Thank One, you. and they're, they're so trem- such a tremendous performance. That's and how they, you sell it. I think also this movie brought out some of the best performances from their actors. Very cool. Um, oh, Endgame? Endgame. Oh, I think totally. Just going back to just the... Because there's little moments that I don't think on paper, if you read it on a script, should work. Specifically, uh, tremendous callback, but I think specifically Tony's I Am Iron Man. Oh. On paper, shouldn't work. Yeah. But Robert Downey's performance, the way, the way he yeah. finds his way to that line. Yeah. Also, when Hulk realizes that he's quote-unquote made for this. Yeah. Mark Ruffalo's yeah. performance there makes that moment work when I think on paper it wouldn't otherwise. It's also, too, too convenient on paper. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. also a little another Hulk moment that I really like that's really small, and I liked it. I really liked it both times. And it's a good reminder that even though he's he's got Bruce Banner's brain, he's still the Hulk, is when he talks to Thor about Thanos, and Thor has this breakdown and grabs him, mm-hmm. and he's like... Take your hands off of me. Yeah. yeah. Just take it because there's that little moment of like, yeah. I'm still the Hulk. Yeah. And I, so I still I got a little bit of an anger issue. You might want to take your hands off yeah. me. That's a really good scene. Uh, for me, I, when it comes to what's happening post Infinity War, I feel like Hawkeye's show is going to be something that's going to be happening post that, like mm. trying to cope with it and maybe a redemptive arc for him because he's like, oh yeah, I murdered a lot yeah. of people. I'm excited to see Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop's yeah. going to be Also, cool. Hawkeye had some really, uh, when he's running away from the creature, like mm-hmm. it's, it's a great use of him of like for real honest to god how does hawkeye get out of this specific situation it's real hard and it, he barely makes because he's not batman or anything it's not like he's got tools for every situation it's just like i got these arrows hook, maybe three arrows and a sword yeah. yeah uh that i'm excited for wandavision falcon winter soldier i'll just say happening post mm-hmm. and them coming to terms with what it means to for what they represent and what they how they want to take steve's message of being captain america cool. and filling the void i would be on board with that yeah and i hope hulk is used in some way moving forward this hulk is so good Ugh. hopefully his hand looks better maybe it doesn't it can still look all kind of chewed up a little bit it'll but heal. it'll heal, heal. he can yeah. heal from anything hulk. he got hit by a bomb no wait not in this one <laughs> I, I i now i really want i think this is unfinished but him and nat something needs to happen and 
I, I do want her sacrifice to mean something, and I don't even want them to go to the Soul Realm and like save Black Widow, even though I want Hulk to have a happy ending like Steve got one. Yeah. Um, He's got bad. Go back, go back to bed. <laughs> I would love for Liv Tyler to come back. No yeah. Joke. Like, and for him to, to kind of deal with that. Cause she was dusted. Yeah. She was official. According to the Rousseau's like, she really? was, she was somebody who was dusted. Uh, yeah. They listed a couple like Sif was dusted, like Galaga guy. They're jokes. Some of them yeah. are jokes, but like you could have Betty, you know, I would, yeah. I want another Hulk movie with Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Cause his performance, this movie movie reminded me of how much, um, mm-hmm. I like his performance as that character, mm-hmm. um, and especially with you know you mentioned She Hulk and uh, some bring, of that. Bring I think honestly, I'm going to throw this out there that that's my Disney Plus series. I want them to do a modern Hulk. day. Well, I want them to do a modern day version of that Lou Ferrigno Hulk movie where it's mm. him and Daredevil. Mm. It's the trial of the Hulk. We bring Charlie Cox back as Daredevil, Jennifer Walters, and Jennifer Walters is oh either is either <laughs> uh, Hulk's defense or maybe she's the prosecuting attorney, and you have yeah. that all drama. Give give then, me that. And then we please. learn that Hulk's being framed. Because it was actually Red Hulk. Ross, Boom. Ross, you son of a gun. Boom. Who was at, Thaddeus. Who was at Iron Man's I funeral. Know. Along I with know. every... I, that's one of the things I'm like, I honestly don't know how you shot this. Yeah. If you Because I can guarantee you CG. those people were not there. And that, yeah, you had CG. to composite them in there. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good compositing. Yeah. It, it, we're, we, uh, we don't notice as much because uh, the camera's moving. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay. There's a couple moments. I noticed it more in Infinity War. But there are a couple moments in this movie where it's like, hey, there's a lot going on in this movie. Not mm-hmm. everything gets the same amount of money. Uh-huh. But, that, <laughs> but that one, I was like, that, this is actually really impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I got a question here from Cam Senses. And I think this is a good way to end going forward for, the, for Phase 4. Do you think they're setting up a Young Avengers movie? We have yes. Cassie, who's older now. We have Peter and Miles in universe. Kate Bishop is coming. Shuri and Nova in universe because of Xandar. Maybe you could do like a last Nova being that the rest of them have been wiped out so you could get Sam Alexander with a powered helmet. That's why it's like he's special. He was what the Nova were supposed to be. We were working our way towards it. John C. Riley is like version one. Nova, Sam Alexander is like version 20. I also don't think it's a mistake talking about the Nova stuff. I also don't think it's a mistake that we didn't see... You needed to cut something, but we didn't see what happened on Xandar. Sure, and it seems like a perfect opening to a Nova movie. Seeing all yeah. the other Novas get nuked by Thanos, yeah. and then the one helmet leaves. It's classic Green Lantern yeah. shit. And then the one leaves, and then Sam finds it. That would be amazing, especially yeah. if they brought back Glenn Close. Yes. Uh, and oh, now I'm like, now my mind is racing. Like, yeah. yeah, where she sets up some kind of like last ditch hail mary yeah. that the Nova Corps has, where you know this helmet goes and gets sent off. I'd also love it, yeah, if, if Sam Alexander's dad was the first human, or even Richard Rider. Yeah, but they. But like, we can homage Richard Ryder. He can sure. show up as a mentor or something. For sure. But I feel like the best case would be to have Sam be the sort of lead character and the focus. Um, is Sam Latino? Yeah, he is. Good. He's half He's basically Mexican, half Jaime Reyes, white. Blue Beetle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, also in Carefree, Arizona is where Sam is. Great. Right? Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas Blue Beetle is also Arizona or is he New uh, Mexico? El Paso. El Paso, <laughs> Texas. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Pretty close. Uh, pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> so it's like Marvel. If you want to uh, not be seen as copying Blue Beetle, no. get to get on that. Yeah, get on that Nova. That. And also, like in his origin, I remember like Carol Danvers is the. Doesn't Rocket and Carol aren't they the ones that come in like find Rocket him? Rocket and soon? Gamora. Gamora, that's yeah. who it is. And it's like, but if you want to do Carol, Carol yeah. is like, yeah, we do need more police. The Seriously, only it's other only police. me, and it's yeah. kind of stressing me out. Yeah, she's For like, sure. everyone's like, why weren't you on Earth? It's like there's no yeah. one else anymore. That I'm was, doing so much. Uh, no wonder my hair. I didn't get my hair cut. I, yeah. I, I it's falling out. Yeah. That's <laughs> a great also, justification. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, is is to answer. I love that that, that that the movie did that to answer those questions that like fans would have, yeah. and then to have other characters in the movie acknowledge it. You know, for yeah. Rhodey to be like, all right, all right, and even Rocket be like, okay, that's a good point. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Yeah. Where were you? Can get another haircut. 
that's a good point. Yeah, I, I do think they're one hundred percent setting up Young Justice now that Ant Man's daughter is like what twenty five. Um, no, <laughs> in the five years that happened, the actress 18. is uh, the actress is seventeen. Yeah, yeah, she looks older. And Whoa. the but and the girl and Cassie, young Cassie, was mm-hmm. ten. Okay, so there's so, not that big of. So a, she's supposed to be fifteen. Yeah, yeah. she yes. looks twenty. <laughs> she, she looks like a full adult person. Yeah. I, but I don't that I I would be very excited for a young Avengers team. I think yeah. that'd be really cool. You yeah. could even call them new warriors if you want. Just on that out there. To answer the question, yes, I think it's all of that stuff is not a coincidence is what we've been saying. Like yeah. that's all a possibility. Um so yeah. Hector, do you think we talked a little bit about this before the show. Do you think they're going to do another once Spider-Man, because they said no announcements until Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. Do you think they'll do another full slate situation? Uh, or do you think... I don't know. Because I've seen interviews with Kevin Feige. He's like, yeah, that kind of backed me in a corner. I kind of wish I didn't uh, do that. Really? So I mean, I'm wondering Inhumans, if, everyone was like, uh-oh, we got to give them shit for not making Inhumans. We, we saw what they did. It didn't yeah, work. Yeah. It's, you can come back to... In, mm-hmm. Inhumans can work. Yeah. Yes. But let's wait. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> let's, let's wait a little let's bit. Put, press pause on they that one. They do such a good job of hiding their mistakes. <laughs> but, do you, but do you think they'll do another line-wide, That's like, phase question. four is going to look like this? That's a great question. I I think that we'll see a version of it. I think we'll see announcements. And, and the best way to do it would be, I hope it's not D23. Maybe Comic-Con would be mind-blowing. But for stuff that is for sure, for sure, that they know for sure is in the can. Yeah. You know, whether it's like... Because they got stuff in pre-pro right now. It's Black Widow, Shang-Chi, and we don't know else. Eternals. Doctor Strange 2. Doctor Strange 2. Eternals. No. Eternals. With so Angelina like, Jolie and Kumail Nanjiani. It's a weird awesome. cast of people. Yeah. I've also yeah. heard that they might include Hercules in that movie, and I'd be way on board uh, with that. So like those four at least, plus Guardians 3, but they know it needs to happen after James Gunn's done with Suicide Squad. I think we'll see like an official, like, here's the release dates. Here's what we've got planned so far. Now, it might change, but no. here's what we got um, and uh, I think it would get a lot of people hyped. Maybe it doesn't have to be all of Phase 4, but like yeah. maybe at least for like – because what's coming out next year, 2020? We don't know. We don't we know. Don't know. Yeah, we don't but know. But you know they have release dates locked in, yeah. and they're either about to film or have been filming, and we don't even know. Yeah. But I have, I have a feeling that they haven't filmed anything. So maybe maybe like one movie will come out at the end of 2020. We'll, we'll, take, we'll replace the Star Wars slot. I don't know. Like, yeah. like, of the yeah. movies that we know they're working on, which one excites you the most? Um, that's a great question. Man. I'm going to ask you the same question, Sam. Uh, let's go through those again. We had Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, Nurse Black Sh- Widow. Shang-Chi. There's Black definitely Widow. Black Panther 2. Black Panther 2, of yeah. course. It made a billion dollars. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and you're gonna Eternals, get a Captain. You have to get a Captain Guardians. Marvel too. Honestly, if I'm being if I'm being totally honest, it's Guardians three, because cool. I have over the past few months realized how invested in those two movies I am and those characters. I have realized like on rewatching everything, I'm like, yeah, stuff like the first Thor, it goes lower for me. Not as I'm like, oh, you know what? That's a little rough around the edges. But rewatching the first and second Guardians, I'm like, I love these films. Mm-hmm. They have shot up to way higher in my ranking the characters have shot up to way higher in my favorites you know versus me thinking like i love avengers and captain america and iron man i'm like no no no. my stuff is i think guardians i think is some of their strongest stuff so guardians 3 especially with james gunn being rehired i want them i I just want to see how that's going to finish out and i think it has the best chance of being like the best everything Mm -hmm. else is kind of risky business which is cool and that's marvel's mo but and of course shang chi because i want you know 
Man. Well, again, representation. I want, like, yeah. I want them to do like, also, a great Asian character. Guardians might have Thor now, which would be really yes. fun. Yeah. yeah, super cool. That was, I think, my one of my favorite jokes from the movie is mm-hmm. we all know who's in charge. Yeah. And it's of just, course we do. It, it, you just understand how this relationship's going to be of so. Course. It's, course it's, it's a, I think it's a better, <laughs> it's a better argument. It's a better combative relationship than Rocket and Peter for yeah. me. Even though that was fun for me to watch, this is like. Well, Rocket matured, so it can't mm-hmm. be him. Yeah. 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 Or know, he'll be secretly just running at while they fight. One of my favorite jokes in the movie. It's like, I lost my entire family. I lost Quill. Mm-hmm. I lost Gamora, the one with the antenna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It helps people. Yeah, it helps great. the normies. So uh, what about you? What are you most excited for? Shang-Chi's up there because I want to see hand-to-hand combat. I think it was really cool yeah. that we got to see the Russos finally do like a sword fight yeah. in this. And it yeah. was single take. Also, Cap vs. Cap was cool. Cap vs. Cap was really cool. cool as a uh, great way to hide it. Uh, mm. Oh, the old one has the helmet on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just got to get a white guy that can uh, fight. Another good joke. I could do this. I know. Yeah, I, I know, know you yeah, can. I know. <laughs> Yeah, he's tired. Yeah. This, this cap curses more. He yeah. doesn't care about language. He is done. Yeah. He's tired. Yeah. He's been through it. Uh, Shang-Chi, because I want to see I, I want to see that hand-to-hand action. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iron Fist whiffed it hard. There's, <laughs> they whiffed it real hard. Yeah. Um, we had Daredevil, though. We it's had, okay. We had Daredevil. We had Daredevil. Uh, and Shang-Chi, just a, you can open the door to a lot of cool, uh, like a lot more magic. You can have like a Doctor Strange team up, which yeah. would be awesome. No. As well as you could, you could tie in a lot of the lower tier, or sorry, not lower tier, street lower level. street level yeah. um, uh Avenger characters. Yeah. Like yeah. Echo would be a really cool uh, foil for him because it's Ooh. just someone who can mimic. It does, she has no discernible skills as far as we know. She could be a spy. She yeah. can be quiet. Mm-hmm. But besides that, she just needs to watch you and she can mm-hmm. copy you. That's scary. And yeah. that's cool to have on your team. Echo's a cool... I like Echo. She never gets her due. Like no one, She's yeah. never given her own yeah. comic or anything like that. I don't care. Uh, and also... And pop up new teams. Eternal sounds cool because it, a lot of people were like, it could be a backdoor... X-Men that yeah. we just don't know about like right now it, that, mm-hmm. that was a fun pitch that I heard but also oh, they're saying Eternals but what they mean is X-Men yeah that's I don't think that's gonna happen I don't I think, think so either Eternals. I think it's Eternals because I yeah. think they're gonna do because like in the most recent Avengers No Roads Home uh, story they wiped out the Greek Pantheon mm-hmm. and now in Jason Aaron's run they wiped out the Eternals and so now they're being reborn and Hercules is now a celestial being basically oh, right. cool. they're, and they're so laying it's the like, ground it's, like, it's just cool. like when in, in that infin- Jonathan Hickman's Infinity Cross where it's, it was right after Avengers like Hen- Thanos has these henchmen now it's like that's 100% for whatever movie yeah, he shows yeah. up in but that's yeah. so cool because it's like no yeah. no no there's there's pantheons but kind of they all kind of branch back to the Eternals and that's why Thanos was so hard for you to fight yeah. because he was one of them and that could be a cool oh, thing too yeah. if there's a whole race of Thanoses it's like oh jeez yeah. and it's uh, so like he's like he was the deviant that was a little bit more powerful than us but we're still basically gods it's, yeah. it's, yeah, well the Eternals isn't that like Icarus and like mm-hmm. and and like Makari or whatever like Cersei all those characters Cersei it's not, yeah it's not Thanos and Star Fox right Star Fox is one Star really? Fox is a I think, yeah, I think is Thanos a, is, is supposed Titan. to be a deviant here's yeah. my take on it Josh Brolin played Thanos so you go to Goonies you know who was Josh Brolin's brother who oh please. Sean Astin as Eros please. aka Star Fox would be amazing because Star Fox That's in the comics great fan is, a, right is a creepy creep like yeah. he's like inappropriate like he would like I think he had like sexual harassment lawsuit or he mm-hmm. like did a gross shit in the comics so make him Sean Astin instantly lovable 100% <laughs> 100%. You can fix that real quick. It's like yeah. making, oh, Hank Pym's just in the back. Uh-oh, yeah, I yeah. went a little crazy when I used the Pym particles. Yeah. We've totally ditched that storyline yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. uh, the one I'm most excited about, it has to be Black Panther too. but uh, yeah. of the more concrete things that we know, Black Widow, just because it's yeah. about time for mm-hmm. crying yeah. out loud. Mm-hmm. Super excited. This is the longest podcast I think we've ever done, it, and <laughs> I don't care no. because it's been wonderful. Just like Endgame, does not feel like three hours. Doesn't no. feel like it. Went, flew right by. Uh, and gang, we hope you enjoy it. Share it around with your friends, and make sure you're following Hector everywhere that matters. It's just Hector Navarro on Twitter, Instagram, and da-da-da. That's actually incorrect. It's 
at Hector is funny. You're welcome. But thank you so <laughs> yeah. much. But thank hey, you so much. You know thank what? You so a much. good Google search <laughs> goes a long way. Uh-huh. And also go to the L Raid Network in your li- local listings. And uh, uh, thanks. I was going to say sign up. I don't know how PBs work, <laughs> but Hector, <laughs> where can t- they find you? You're a young you? boy. We've established that. I should have just asked where can they find you. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Uh, Maggie Whitmer, I agree with that comment. My fitness goal right now is to lose weight faster than Thor. By the next time we see Thor mm-hmm. on a, in a movie. I will hopefully have also been shredded because like that's that's now I'm like it might be three years okay cool plenty yeah, of that's time plenty get, of time get some abs all yeah. right I'm on it you can do it <laughs> uh, but yes make sure you're following Hector everywhere that matters DJ where can they find at you? DJ talks trash and be sure to check out might be awesome on YouTube we're doing some fun stuff over there Sam what about you at Sam Basher yes might be awesome there is a, an explainer coming out soon that talks about Pokemon and it's super cool <gasps> and we're really excited and it deals with like Detective Pikachu and it was uh, the most fun research I've ever gotten to do because because Pokemon's so dumb, but it's the best. It's it is, so good. It's insane. It's, it's crazy. I had to do a lot of research about yeah. insurance and Pokemon. That's all I'll say. What? You guys are in for a real treat because the animation that's being worked on for it is awesome. So make sure you're subscribed over there and watch our Avengers review because it, it's got like 70 plus thousand views, which is yeah. super cool. So we want to get that up to an even hundy. Can we do that, please? Mm, but please until, thank you. Make sure you share, rate, and subscribe. That's stuff you do on podcasts, and I've heard other people say it, so please do it. And until next time, uh, stay hydrated.